1 John chapter 4 and verse 10. Herein is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Herein is love. Herein is love. This is the definition of love. This is the standard of love. This is a description of the greatest love that we can ever learn about from the Word of God by revelation of the Holy Spirit, God's love for us. It's not our love for God because that is so inferior to His love for us on a number of counts that I hope we can consider in a few minutes. But this is love. The world talks about it, writes about it. How many romance novels have they multiplied in the last hundred years? They sing about it. They know nothing about it. Mariah Carey does not have the least concept about love, nor does Elton John nor the rest of these mindless singers that foam away with their bubblegum music for the foolish of this world to delight in what they think is love. The human soul craves love. Everyone wants to be loved. They write about love. They're so foolish in their ideas of love that Whitney Houston will sing that the greatest love of all is your love of yourself, which is a sin in the Word of God, which the whole purpose of the Gospel is to teach us to love others as we already love ourselves, not to grow in that love. They are so confused about love. And yet the Bible tells us about love. There is wonderful, glorious love described in the Bible that our Creator could love us and that our Creator would love us. Not as innocent creatures, but as rebel enemies. He would love us. And not only would He love us, but He would love us so much, He would send His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. He would send His sinless Son in order to make sinners His sons. Unbelievable love. Unbelievable love. The Creator God of heaven, who spoke that ball of fire into being that's 93 million miles away and warms our earth, warms it a little too much right now for our comfort, but we thank God for it anyway. That Creator, whom we have rebelled against in our first parents and every set of parents in between, Every thought of man from his youth continually is only evil. And so God drowned the earth with a flood in Genesis chapters 6 through 9. And we have confirmed that experience of mankind ourselves by our own foolishness. And yet He loves us. And He has sent His Son to die for us. This is our first assembly. Herein is love. Not that we loved God. We find it a daily struggle to love God. That's why the Bible says, keep yourselves in the love of God, because it's one of our duties that we find difficult. But God loved us when we were so unlovable. And He loved us in such a measure that He has commended it by His arrangement of the whole universe and all the years that transpired up to the cross and the years that have transpired since to exalt and glorify His love for us. The whole timing of all events is centered around God displaying His great character traits. And God is love. And He has displayed it by showing our sinfulness for 4,000 years and then sending Jesus Christ to die for us. Let us 
be sustained by that love. Meaning whatever trials come our way, if God loves us and we know He loves us by the Spirit He's given us and by the book He's written us, we can be sustained no matter what the trials. We can be constrained to serve Him as zealously and as furiously as the Apostle Paul did. We can be inspired to love others because if God loved us, how easy should it be for us to love our equals when God loved those so inferior to Him. Hear me, brethren, and let's rejoice today in the love that God has for us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, O Lord of hosts, how excellent is Thy name in all the earth. There is no God beside Thee. Thou hast created all things in heaven, in earth, in the sea, and under the earth. And Thou hast created all things for Thy own pleasure. And Heavenly Father, we worship and adore Thee as our Creator. But we bless and we praise Thee. And we thank Thee that before the world began, before we had being, before our first parents had being, You chose us in Christ Jesus that we should stand before You holy and without blame in love. We thank You that You set Your everlasting love upon us. And that that love brought forth the Lord Jesus Christ, the substitute for our sins and their just condemnation on the cross of Calvary. We thank you that you have bound up feet and sent the gospel of peace to us, telling us that you are love and that you have loved us with that everlasting love. Our Father, be with us this day that we might rejoice in your great love for us. Send the power of Pentecost down upon us and within us that we would know the love of God as it is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Shed it abroad in our hearts according to the promise of your scriptures. Show us its dimensions until we be filled with all the fullness of God. Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins. Forgive us our distraction with the things of this world. Forgive us our infatuation with the love of men. Forgive us the love of self. And Heavenly Father, let us adore the love that you have showered upon us and love thee and thy people in return. Preserve our nation. Bless your churches. Thank you for every good thing that you give us every day as small tokens of your love. But let us focus in this assembly on that great object of your love, the Lord Jesus Christ, whom you sent to lay down his life at our sinful hands that we might be saved and live with Thee forever. Thank You for loving us. Help us to love Thee in return. And we'll bless and praise You in Jesus' name. Amen.